and Chris has got to go for I have to go pick up Logan. She is at a dance. Oh, okay. So well, I got my food and my beer. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I will be right back. All right. I'm gonna... no no more uh, ex nay on the uh, yes. and get, yeah yeah <laughs> on, on the shit talking Jay. It's all right. No, on the uh, end game talk. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 114. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, so when are you going to go see Endgame, Ray? Oh, I've already seen it twice. Uh, went yesterday uh, at the opening time uh, in our theater at 6.30, and then I went again today with a bunch of guys down to a little city called London, Ontario, and I uh, got to watch it in, uh, there's a landmark theater there that you get the leather seats and they, they flip out and everything. So got to watch it in style this afternoon too. So it was very fun. cool. Uh, Jen, when are you going to go see Endgame? Hang on. So that means in the last 24 hours, you have given a, what, what is the fraction of that? A sixth of your <laughs> life or, or something, eighth of your life to this fucking movie. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Worth every penny. <laughs> um, I was actually watching it this time yesterday. I saw it at six o'clock. So first showing, and uh, yeah, we were like this, you know, because we were second row. But it was still, still great. Yes, it was. Uh, and I'll jump in on that one because I actually saw it with you. Um, thank God you were. I mean, I was looking for tickets for opening night anyway, but it was just like Jen's like. I'm buying a bunch of tickets. You want one? I'm like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so let someone else do the work on that one. So Jay, uh, when are you seeing Endgame? I am going first thing Sunday morning, bright and early at 830. So well, I was going to, I was going to ask about that. So I, most movie theaters around here, at least like usually the early bird showing is like 10 or 11. But I know a lot of movie theaters have said that they're going to start doing like earlier showings. And in some cases, in some larger cities, they're doing 24-7. Like they're showing this thing around the clock. They're, so it's, They're doing something kind of similar. Their last showing's at 2 a.m. So wow. you know, it'll be done like at 5. And then they're shutting down for a few hours to clean, wow. get everything stocked back up, and then <coughs> open them back up. So That's crazy. I got me some sweet IMAX seats, exactly where I like them, and nice. Gonna get there early. Is Chris in this? Is she coming back? She'll be coming back in a little bit. Uh, Chris did see it last night with me. Um, she, she, uh, I kind of told her we're gonna go see it on opening night, and as soon as the local theater confirmed that they they had it, I said we're taking the kids. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, she, uh, we've already talked about it. I know she's not complaining, so no, she's not. And uh, that's all we're no spoilers. We're not going to spoil yeah, it. Absolutely but... no spoilers. So yeah, um, next week though. Yes, now, spoilers yeah. all over the place. So let's <laughs> get listen. let's kind of start real quick. Um, if you listen to the show, which number one, thank you. Um, but <laughs> we have not been that consistent the last month, really. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, 
and nothing's happening to the show. We're not going away. Um, yeah, I know what pod fading is. It's a term that's kind of come around for podcasts are like, oh, well, we missed an episode here or there. Everything's okay. And the next thing you know, they're gone. That is not happening. We're not doing that. We have big plans going on. Eugene's just losing his voice because he can't stop coughing forever. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. EGX is around the corner. There's a lot of planning going on that. Um, I have some secret stuff going on with the Etsy store. I can't talk about quite yet. Um, but on top of that, yeah, I've had I've had this cough for three weeks. I've been on a steroid for two weeks. I've been on an antibiotic for another week. Um, and as you can hear. I'm trying not to cough right now. <laughs> and Just failing. Just worse. <laughs> yes. Um, but cough yeah, drops. we've had a lot of stuff going on. and uh, But yeah, we're not going anywhere. In fact, to kind of make up for it, we're going to have another episode next weekend. And... Um, <coughs> stupid cough. Lots of editing. It will be, yeah. It will be a, <laughs> our uh, review of uh, Avengers Endgame. So, anyway. I mean, I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. All right. Well, no, Sean. We'll see if Sean can get on it because maybe Sean will want to host. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Okay. So, um, tonight's episode, we're talking about the summer movie game. Um, we dropped it last year. Uh, I just had a lot of stuff going on and there wasn't a lot of people playing it. And I thought, well, we'll just we'll skip it for a year. Who knows? Maybe we'll bring it back. And, um, I had several people contact me and were like, Hey, are y'all going to do this again? And so it was missed. Uh, so we're doing it again. Um, unfortunately at the time we're recording this, there's only about three hours left to enter. So if you're listening to this afterwards, it's already too late to enter, but <laughs> so are we going to do the winter one? Maybe we are probably going to do another winter one. So hopefully if you miss this one, you can catch that one. But needless to say, Tonight we're going to be talking about all the big movies coming out this summer. So even though we're referencing them uh, in the framework of the game, we're still going to be talking about our thoughts and feelings about what you know about the movies that are coming out. So um, the way the game is played is you have to pick your top ten, um, which what you think are going to be the top ten highest grossing movies for this summer. Um, and order counts. You get points depending on you know if you get it exactly right or if you're one off or two off. Uh, but all the rules are explained on the web- on the website. So we're going to be going through these in order and explaining why we picked which movie for which slot. Uh, and specifically, it, you know, it's it's supposed to come down to what we think it's going to to make. But you know, there'll be some of the comments and stuff in there along the way. And then, of course, there's also three dark horses, and these are movies that were like it may or may not do really well. It's kind of you know on the cusp. So. There's some, you know, some way to just kind of grab some extra points that way too. So that being said, let's go ahead and start off with our, our first movie um, because it's, it's not unanimous. I'm looking at the list here of everyone who's in, uh, um, <laughs> put in their, their number one. Um, and there are at least three people that picked a different movie and I'm not going to say anything really? about that. I'm not going to say anything about it. Ayo. But, Ayo. Um, Y'all can do that for me. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm a, everyone on this panel picked their number one movie for being uh, Avengers Endgame. Um, I don't know if we, we don't really, most of us here have seen it. Um, but the like we've already been talking about, um, this broke all records for pre-sales. 
this they are doing um they're doing you know round the clock showings in some cities they're, if nothing else they're doing super late or super early showings in other places uh this granted it's not you know we, we have come down from the time of uh the 3d inflation yes they still show movies in 3d but they don't push it as much as they used to that you that was a way to kind of inflate the numbers was to oh hey we made this much money yeah but you forced a lot of people to see it in 3d so um so that being said yeah i i don't see how anything else can beat this now we have had some games where everyone was like oh well it's obviously going to be this and something slid in to the number one spot we're like oh well okay i guess that was a bigger movie okay um but yeah avengers end game across the board um like so, Ray said, Ray's already seen it twice. I'm actually going to see it again tomorrow night. I may be seeing it a third time on Sunday morning. I'm st- I don't know. It depends how much sleep I get. After so what Saturday. were the other picks for a top? Um, you know what? We'll get to those here in just a second. Let's go ahead and start with our with our number twos. I, well, um, I was, was going to say like that thing. So this movie in the first 17 hours, right? It made a hundred million dollars in 17 hours. That is five million eight hundred and eighty two thousand and change in an hour canadian or that's american <laughs> you want me to do canadian i can do canadian <laughs> okay to, let me put this let me put this in in perspective the number 10 movie on on this list to qualify to be a number 10 movie through any game that we've played through all the years a hundred million is the bare minimum no movie has ever made it in the number 10 spot in this game that has made less than $100 million. This movie made it in less than 17 hours. So that should give you some idea of, of the, the, the track yeah. that it's on. So, um, Well, I mean, just look at it's what the earliest movie of the summer movie game. <laughs> so it's got the longest amount of time to make up, make money. Yep. And that's also a very good point. Now, there are some other people who play movie games. They usually do them as drafts. They started their drafts early enough that Captain Marvel was considered part of it. I had a hard time doing that. And I'll be honest with you. I had a hard time considering this movie because generally speaking, the summer movie season doesn't start until May 1st. But I'm like, there's no way we cannot include Endgame. It, like Hollywood has basically decided, well, you know what? The summer movie season is just going to keep getting ratcheted up. Who knows? We may be starting this game in fucking April 1st in a couple of years <laughs> because of all the big movies they keep pumping out. So it's like Black Friday. It's really the whole week of Thanksgiving yeah, now. Yeah. So um, that's, yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Consumerism. It's November now. It's... Um, so the game starts in November. Yeah, I know, right? Um, what's funny is, is even that dead area, like pretty much any movie that's released January and February, you just know is not going to be good. Like that's where they shovel all the shit that's not going to do anything. And yet there have been a couple of movies that are like, yeah, I'll take that shit spot and see what I can do with it. And then you got freaking, you know, things that jumped out like, um, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, um, Deadpool. Deadpool came out in February, blew up the box office. But it was Valentine's smart. Day. <laughs> it was smart. It was like, what else the, do we have to compete with? Yeah, there's going to trash everything. With, so. Yeah, exactly. So, which was a smart move, and and so you can't even consider that time to be 
a garbage time anymore. There could be, you know, a standout movie. So, yeah. Um, all right. So the number two spot, this is where we do start having some differences. Um, in the number two spot, Jennifer had the Lion King. Really? Uh, okay. I have the Lion King as well. Hmm. Um, Jay has Spider-Man. Uh, you Ray had Toy Story and yes, Chris had Spider-Man as well. Um, the Lion King. Jen, why did you pick it for the number two spot? I feel like there is so much anticipation from people our age who saw it as a kid and are so psyched up to see it in 3D. Like, there's been so much buildup and everyone's like, you know, the cast is great. This is our childhood and these Disney nostalgia movies tend to do really great. So I just feel like between that and it's a Disney movie and people go, you know, crazy over Disney movies. Um I don't know. I think I think my method was uh, Marvel, or yeah, Marvel and then Disney, which is the same thing, right? But like that—that that was kind of my method in trying to pick these things. So, yeah. Um, I think that was my top pick for Disney, of all the movies they're putting out. So yeah. I pretty much echo everything you just said. Um, a lot of people our age, you know, of course, saw it in theaters when you know the animated one in theaters when it came out, and now it's like, hey, I get to take my kids to go see this. And it's a little different, but man, that trailer, they are hitting hard on the nostalgia. And I think, and that movie is so iconic. I think as long as they don't just make some major twists, you know, turns and stuff in it, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna do really good at the box office. So, um, let's see, uh, Jay, you had Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, sir. Uh, any particular reason? Yeah, it's Spider-Man for one. (laughs) I mean, those movies always do extremely well, unless they're even the Andrew Garfield ones did extremely well, uh, which I liked. Most people didn't, but I liked. Um, with the buzz around the whole Marvel movies, you know that well, all of them, but especially with Endgame ramping up and people wanting to see where it goes after that, I could still see it carrying out a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and shit, anybody that likes. The Marvel movies, especially Spider-Man, has been waiting for Mysterio to be in a fucking movie. So, I think that's going to drive some people in there. So, I'll be honest with you, that was the uh, not not to get too far ahead, but I had it really high up on my list, and that was one of the main reasons was this is the next movie after Endgame. People are going to be curious. All right, well, what's yeah. next? I so. know women that just want to go watch the Spider-Man with their boyfriends because Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. So. <laughs> Hey, you know what? If Aunt May's in it, gotcha. (laughs) See, and and Logan wants to go see it because of uh, because of Spider Man. She has a crush (laughs) on him, man. So they've got all the different. uh... I'm all about that Jake Gyllenhaal life. I'll I'll tell you that. (laughs) It's gonna be and it's gonna be a fun movie. It's gonna be you can just tell it's got it's gonna be fun. So Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's still in it too. Yeah. Uh, Ray, you had Toy Story 4. I do. Uh, and the reason is, is because uh, the last time we did this game, a little movie called uh, Finding Dory came out, and I underestimated it. And I will not let a Pixar movie, und- I will not underestimate it again. It's, it's not going to fool me again. Toy Story. So the reason why I didn't pick The Lion King to go as high is because. What's safer than a Pixar movie to take your tots to? 
the, the Disney Disney movies are good and everything, but they're now it's live action. People might be a little bit more hesitant to take the, the little ones that too, especially if you you know they're live looking lines around. And I we could, all know what's going to happen. And it's going to get scary. So you know what? Uh, yeah. Toy Story Four is going to be a safer option. So that's why I went with that one. I, I understand that. That's a that's a safe pick. That's a that's a good pick. Also, um, a huge nostalgia movie for those of us that like grew up with Toy Story because oh my god, yeah. And another end, right? Like this is this is the fourth one. I'm pretty sure it's the last Toy Story movie there's going to be. I so, thought there was. I thought three was going to be the end. But, yeah, I yeah. do too. What did I? But well, I can't. Well, I know. I know that that's my son and my daughter, my oldest daughter's favorite movies from the childhood. Mm-hmm. So they're buying tickets. My son's taking his wife. My daughter's taking her girlfriend. I'm going. And that's probably the first movie we're going to take the little one to go see. She's nice. about to turn three, but she will sit there and not make a word, not yeah. say a word when Toy Story's on. <laughs> I actually just bought her because she already had Buzz and Woody from Christmas. The Toy Story 4 aisle was loaded at Walmart, so I bought her Jesse and Bullseye today. Oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah, she was excited as shit. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to have a half a dozen tickets just from us. So, uh, Yeah, it's definitely a safe pick. Uh, number three, Jen had Spider-Man. Um, I also had Spider-Man. Jay had Toy Story. Chris had Toy Story. And... Uh, uh, Ray, you had you had Spider Man. Yep. So it's pretty much the of the group here. It was either Spider Man or Toy Story, and pretty much everything that we've said, you know, just reapplies there. The only reason I had, uh, I put, uh, well, I I had Toy Story down a little bit further, but uh, I put Spider Man there. Is I think I think the nostalgia thing may jump, um, Spider Man. I mean, uh, uh, Toy Story. Sorry. Look at mine again. The Lion King. I think the nostalgia thing may cause the Lion King to jump a little ahead on Spider-Man. I'm also wondering, I know it's going to be a good movie, but the other one was also, it's Spider-Man, but it's also an Iron Man 4. So it's kind of, you know, um, and now that we don't, you know, you know, we, we, depending on who we have in there, we've got a new enemy, you know, we've got a new enemy. We're going to be away from New York. Um, I think it's still going to do a lot of money, you know, but I, I just don't know if it's going to quite have, quite have the draw like the other one did. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I think Spider-Man that far up in the top three spot is, is pretty safe. So. And see, I was kind of flip flopping between Spider-Man and Toy Story four. And the reason I went with Spider-Man and not Toy Story four is because for a lot of people, the, a lot of people didn't want to see a Toy Story 4. The, once Andy let him go and he went off to college, they wanted it to be done, over with. So there's some people, yes, want to see it, like myself. Some people, it's not a necessity because it's like a different storyline starting. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And I so. understand that, too. That's kind of one of the thoughts I had. I was like, do we really need a Toy Story 4? And then I saw the trailer and I'm like... Yeah. Well, they've got they've got a story to tell. As yep. long as they've got a story to tell, I'm fine. This does not seem like a cash grab. This seems like, hey, what would happen to these toys? Like, what happened to these other toys that didn't find a home? And let's explore that as an idea. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. I'm in for that. So. Yeah, and some people are already bitching about 
a kind of emo suicidal fork being the you know main protagonist of this movie you know not wanting to be a toy and just jumping out the fucking truck and stuff like that see i but i love that part of like why am i even alive i'm not supposed to be here at all (laughs) yeah and that's another thing to and that was something else that i was like oh that's an interesting take how do you explain a toy that's not like can anything become a toy now (laughs) so but yeah like i said it didn't seem like a cash grab it seemed like a thought process that just kept going and it was like well what about this and it's like all right well let's explore that so yeah um let's hear number four jen had toy story i had toy story jay had john wick uh you had aladdin ray and chris had godzilla so we're starting to get some uh we're starting to get some uh, differentiation here um jay i'm sorry uh jennifer toy story four i'm assuming pretty much everything we just said yeah, basically. Um, same thing. Toy Story it'll 4. Be, it'll be it. somewhere in the top four, I think, you know. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that's a safe bet. So four or five. Uh, yeah. Jay, John Wick. Why'd you pick why'd you put it there? Um, because the other three have just been fucking amazing. Great, fun movies. Um it's got a I've big I've never seen Oh, you need to fucking get on the ball, goddamn! Uh, <laughs> I've seen the first one. I still have not seen the second one, and uh, I have to say, the first one is fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. I was like, I guess if they're on what is this three or four, it must be good. I think they, <coughs> they, they are don't know much very about them. good. The style, the cinematography, the and, the action is just badass, and the dedication that uh, Keanu Reeves put into Reeves. it. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. They're they are a good they're good movies, but when you watch the behind the scenes stuff and you and then go back and watch it or keep it in your mind while you're watching it, this isn't a stunt double. This is little. This is really Keanu Reeves doing all this stuff. That's when it becomes wow. This is fantastic. Yeah, one take. Like yeah. uh, you know they they do that in one take for the most part. Oh so. yeah, there are these really long takes, and it's just like, man, you know everyone had to hit everything just perfect on that. Oh, yeah. so. but I mean just how good the other ones have been, how big the following it is for it. Um, you know, I listen to other podcasts, follow a lot of different social media groups. I know this is the one and only podcast, but... Um, it isn't? But um, there's just a lot, a lot of hype and a lot of people excited about this one. And, I mean, like one thing summed it up, fucking Keanu Reeves versus fucking ninjas on motorcycles. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's that was enough right cool. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ray, you had Aladdin. I did uh so there's some, some guys and I were talking at work, and as great of the cast as they have for Lion King, it's it's the same thing that they just put out, right? Pixar uh put out the Lion or sorry, Lion, the Lion King was an animation. And now they're just reanimating it, but in like a, it's more of a, see, there's no people in it. It's still animation. I think the live action Aladdin is going to touch on more uh, nostalgia in the way of um, some people just really enjoying that, uh, that, uh, the whole movie. I mean, I remember loving that movie. Mm -hmm. The, the, The hard part is, is the whole genie thing. 
I think after watching the the movie again or like the trailer again, and you see that he's not like that through the whole thing, people are going to get over that, and then they're going to go see the movie. And I I think they're going to touch on it. I hope that they do a good job with it. But I uh, I, I talked to a few people around us, and I know they're more interested in watching the Aladdin and what they do with that than they are with Lion King because just Lion King, there's it's still animals, right? It's still mm-hmm. So that was that was the only reason why. Um, okay. Yeah, I understand that. Um, moving to the number five spot, I Jennifer had Aladdin. I had Aladdin. Uh, why are we th- having the same exact? I'm, I'm looking at this. The next one we split up. So okay. Uh, I'm just gonna say Great Minds. Okay. Get out of uh, my head. <laughs> uh, so let's see. You and I both had Aladdin. Jay had The Lion King. Uh, uh, Ray had John Wick. And then Chris had uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, She's got a lot higher hopes for that movie than I do. (laughs) And Uh, we will get there. It looks awesome, Uh, but yeah. uh, So, um, Aladdin, I don't know about you, Jen. My thought is is it's going to do well, but the initial backlash on how Will Smith looked as the genie, I think... Heard it, and I'll be honest with you, I have not seen the newest trailer now that you're mentioning it because I I'm like, oh, that, I know, I know because people have talked about it, they're like, oh, well, he doesn't look that way the entire movie, but I haven't seen it yet because that image of him is still stuck in my brain. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't have a problem with them casting Will Smith. I think he's actually a, probably a pretty decent person to pick for it. Um, it's just going to be hard stepping into those shoes. He's just going to have to do oh, his yeah. own thing because of yeah. Robin Williams. That was a very iconic role of it. Even though it is so ingrained with, you know, uh, the, the pop culture of that time. Cause a lot of those jokes are just like, I don't know what you're talking like kids nowadays would have no clue what they're talking about, nope. but it, he's just so over the top. You're just like, who the fuck cares? It's the genie. He's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so uh, let's see here. So we had Aladdin. Uh, Jay had Lion King. You had you had John Wick. So yeah. you obviously have similar thoughts about. Oh yeah, I mean John Wick's going to be huge. Uh, I I don't think it'll do as well as obviously the Marvel movies because it's more of an adult movie. But uh, Deadpool two and Deadpool have proven that uh, your your R rated movies can still make a lot of money. So all righty. Can I just say one more thing about Aladdin? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking at the cast. If I'm not mistaken, most of the cast is actually uh, like people of the race that they're representing, right? They're not whitewashing this one for the most part. So I think that's going to be a big draw for this movie. I I think think that's, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to see their culture represented and see people of color on screen and get really excited like they did for Crazy Rich Asians. And that's one of the reasons I think it's going to do really well, because in in addition to the nostalgia, obviously. But um, and and Disney's really tried to make sure that they hit that properly. Right. Like you you look at the different cultures that they've tried to represent now. And I've been impressed with them trying to ensure that they capture the, the culture properly. So. Yeah. Well, it's like, why not? Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> why would you not? I mean, I understand, you know, flipping sex or or flipping, you know, you know, minority for certain characters or whatever. Sure. If you're just going to try to do something, but if it's it, I mean, it's Aladdin. It's not like they're doing Aladdin <laughs> in, you know, Russia or whatever. It's no. it's set in this region, 
this is these are the people that are represented why not represent them so well i mean um, they did it with like prince of persia <laughs> that yeah that's what i'm saying and it and <laughs> you see on. how well no, that, that was Jake yeah. yeah there's yeah. plenty of talented actors that could do this that are not exactly. white let's let's that's get true. it together yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and and yet, what's funny is is um, what was that anime that they adopted a few years ago? That oh um, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Ghost was in the Shell. Ghost in the yeah. Shell. Everyone freaking lost their mind. Why the hell is Scarlett Johansson in this movie? Blah blah blah. And then they went to Japan and did a bunch of questions and stuff, and the people are like, "Because she's a good actress, and we thought maybe she would be okay. We don't have a problem with it. Why well, do you people have a problem <laughs> yeah. with it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were they were totally down for it because they're like, because she's a good actress and she's going to bring a lot of gravitas to the story we like, and kind of made a lot of people look like, well, I guess maybe I'm making a big deal out of this. It shouldn't be, but whatever. Um, Basically, they said, shut up and enjoy the movie. <laughs> exactly. Which you know what? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So here's where we start to kind of start to splinter off and go everywhere. Number six. Jennifer, you had X-Men Dark Phoenix. I had Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Jay had The Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh, Ray had Rocket Man. And Chris had uh, Fast and the Furious. Uh, Jen, would you like to go first? Um, wait, what did you say I picked? Again? Oh, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I already forgot you went through so many. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I f- feel about this movie. I feel like it's... It's like the first one they're doing on their own. Well, as Marvel, right? Fox isn't. This isn't Fox anymore, right? It's still so Fox. I feel this like people Fox. might go see it because okay, well they might go see it to see the last Fox. Yeah, um, but it's I don't know. I'm really confused now because I feel like the timelines have just kind of mashed together. Do, do the old X-Men just not count anymore? All those people that were like in the future are now part of the old timeline and stuff. Like I'm confused on that. Anyways, um, it's still a superhero movie. It's still X-Men. I think people will still try to go see it and check it out. So <laughs> it's my very informed <laughs> prestigious <laughs> opinion on that one. <laughs> um. I'm just going to jump in and say I didn't even have it on my top 10. Um, the last X-Men movie I saw was um, Logan. In my opinion, it's the last X-Men movie that was ever made and ever needs to be made because I heard so much crap about um, – what was it? What was the last X-Men movie? Oh, yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I just I I and now granted, Dark Phoenix is a a huge event in the X Men timeline, so it it could be. I think I maybe have it as one of my uh, dark horses because it could be that it 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 picks up on that one. But yeah, the last couple ones just didn't do so great, and I was just like, I I don't know about this one. So, um, I picked Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Now let me defend this. <laughs> you need Ryan to- Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. It's Before fucking it Pokemon, which is still just insanely popular. The first live action version. It's exactly. It's the first live action. And here's the thing. Here's the reason why I put it on at number six. Because people who don't give a damn about Pokemon, like I mean myself for the most part, I'm not really that into Pokemon or anything. Watched this trailer and went, 
that looks kind of funny. I might actually go see that. And that's the only reason. Because I think it, it may have enough curiosity factor that it's going to build on with all the kids going. And I say kids. I don't want to. You know what? I take that back. All the Pokemon people are going to go fucking see this movie at least once. And there might be enough additional people that it's going to cause it to, to rank up a little bit. Or it could be completely wrong and everyone's just like, yeah, this movie was stupid. Don't go see this. So that was it. That was it. I'll be I, honest with you. I put it on there at number six, but I was like, this is a gamble. We're just going to see. I honestly think it's going to be a mix. It's going to get a lot of the normal fans that love Pokemon. People just think it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's going to draw them in, but I think it's going to be probably dumb as fuck. But Probably, yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, Jay, you had The Secret Life of Pets too. I never saw the first one. The first one, my boys, I think was the, one of the first movies they went and saw with like uh, my mom and my wife, and they loved it. Um, and I know it made a pretty good bank. And that's what I'm betting on is that, you know, it was a very popular movie. It really, you know, loved and hell, I love it. My kids love it. Um, so it does hold that place for me. But I just think with the popularity of the first one that it's going to, with some of the other movies following it later on in the game, I think it should be able to grab some middle ground. Yeah, you also, there's also the thing you always have to figure out. You're like, what kid movies, because you know the kid movies are going to make a ton of money, especially during the summer. What kid movies hit when? And how long do they have before the next one hits? So, um, Ray, you had Rocket Man. I did. Uh, So, I've been looking at the movies of what's coming out, and I'm like, okay, the our age group's been hit. The uh, the kids have been hit with Toy Story four. Grandparents and the and the older parents they they're gonna want to see something, a little bit of nost- nostalgia, and Rocket Man's gonna hit that. They're gonna hear the music, they're gonna go and enjoy a story, and uh, it looks fun. It looks like a good movie, and it's right. And Taron off- Egerton, right? And <laughs> oh, and it's Jesus. riding off the you know the success of. Uh, of um, uh, movie last year. Oh, La- um, oh yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just see it being like one of those movies that it's going to kind of grab a different audience that are going to go and spend their money uh, instead of uh, that. Because if you look at all the other movies that are being released this summer, Grandparents have to go to something too, and they're not going to want to go to all those other ones. So, yeah, yeah true. I mean, I want to see Rocket Man. It looked oh, so would I. Looked amazing. It it does look like a really good movie too. So, yeah, I can't I can't fault you for that. So um, excited for that movie. Number seven, uh, Jennifer had Pokemon, uh, Detective Pikachu. I had Secret Life of Pets too. Jay had uh, X Men Dark Phoenix, and uh, Ray had The Lion King. So, all movies that we've talked about, we just kind of had them in different spots or so. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I just, don't know. Oh, go ahead. For for Chris's pick there, uh, a couple, it was either last pick about um, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Two things that she told me was, one, she sucks at this and she hates picking movies. Uh, <laughs> and her second thing was, that's got the rock in it and anything that has the rock in it usually does well. <laughs> okay, so let's just go ahead and and address this. Um, I'm looking to see if I put that. 
I have it actually, just to kind of jump ahead, I have it as my number nine spot. This movie comes out pretty late in the summer season. But it has the name The Fast and the Furious on it, which they were still making pretty decent money as of the last one, which you're absolutely right. With the exception of a couple of movies, now granted, they were they were I was told that they were pretty much garbage. Uh, pretty much everything that Rock's been in has made pretty good bank. Like it's not like he's still one of those actors you can write a check against pretty easily. And so I, I can't, I definitely can't fault her on that one. Yeah. So. I mean, Jumanji did <laughs> amazingly. <laughs> making another one for Crane Hello. Really? Oh my god! Another Jumanji with that cast. And I heard that pretty awesome cast. I heard it was actually a good movie. I still haven't seen it, but everyone I know who saw it thought it was fun. A couple of times, and it is it is a very enjoyable movie. And see, that's what I've heard, and I'm just like, what? Are you serious, Jumanji? This was good. Okay, I didn't. I had very low expectations going into it. Did not think it would be that great because Robin Williams, and I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and they even movies. Like most of the Rocks movies, you just turn off your brain, watch it, and enjoy it. Yep. And you know what? And there's a perfectly – because I've had this conversation with Cy multiple times. We need movies like that. Not every movie needs to connect to everything else and be and build on and have to keep, draw your attention. Sometimes it's fun to just grab popcorn and a drink and go turn your brain off for an hour and a half and, you know, and just have fun. I enjoyed Baywatch. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I haven't seen it, really. So Gee, because of the plot – yeah, they have the unrated version on uh, uh, Hulu. Yeah. The regular and the unrated. And no, it's just funny as shit. Yeah, you get to see some hot chicks in bikinis, but I mean, that was... But they make awesome. fun of it so hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is she running in slow motion? How does she do that? <laughs> I mean, just stupid shit like that. I mean, it's fucking funny as shit. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I may have to see it. Turn your brain off. Grab some popcorn and go watch that movie because it is worth watching. Okay, I may have to. <laughs> have to add that to the list. Even you, Jennifer. <sighs> <sighs> so many other things I'd rather do with my time. Oh, okay. But um. <laughs> I picked. I think I picked Pokemon here because uh, yeah. I, I've never seen it or d- done any of the Pokemon stuff. It came out like as I was getting out of high school, so I kind of missed that craze. And uh, haven't been doing the Pokemon Go thing, but I know it's a big deal, and I feel like it'll probably be in the top ten. I don't know where. I don't. I don't know how to gauge how good it'll do, but I know that it's popular. So, yeah. And what did I pick? Dark Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Jay, you had Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I picked that because that last trailer really actually looked pretty damn good. Uh, they're following the actual thing where they're going into space and stuff like that, right? So there's, a- <laughs> yeah, but I think that's only going to be like maybe five minutes of it, something like that. I don't oh. think it's going to be very long. No, but it sounds like they're at least following a little bit closer compared to what the the Phoenix was in the last time. That yeah, they- the last stand. No, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> we looked- all agree not to talk about that movie anymore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it looks really, really. To me, it looks really good. Um, you know, pretty entertaining. But I put it low because so many people do bag on these X Men movies that there's not a there's a shitload of people that don't want to go see it because of the previous ones. They think they're shit, mm-hmm. so they don't even want to give this one a try. And I mean, that's why I'm in that camp. 
Well, you know what? You'll fucking see it anyways. You know what? It'll be one of those things that if I hear enough people say it was decent, I may be like, well, I've got a week. You know, I've got something to do, you know, over a weekend night or something. So, um, all right. Number eight. Jennifer had A Dog's Journey. I had Godzilla. Jay had Fast and the Furious. Uh, Ray has uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, Jen, A Dog's Journey. I have Journey. no idea why I would have picked that. I don't. I think that was a, a click-o. <laughs> click-o. You know, you're probably not wrong, though. Somebody's going to... Because I am the last person that would pick a pet movie. <laughs> Do you know me? You know I have... No interest in pets or seeing animal movies, so I couldn't I, even tell you what that's about. But I, I think I had to refresh at one point, and yeah, that <laughs> one that I accidentally—I got nothing on that. It's one of those movies about a dog, and it it's based on a book. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, think like... I have seen the previews, but like, I do not think of that that was. Can I change that? That's so it's, not like a, it's not like a dog's purpose where it just keeps dying over and over. No, I don't think it's fucking. Yeah, I don't. It, it looks like you can walk into this movie and actually like not cry and like, uh, because fucking. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of these animal movies, you're just like, no, I am not watching Schindler's List list for my dog. Like, I do not want to see this dog die over and over and over again. OK, that's mm, well, no. it's just like Milo and Otis, you know. We actually watched that in school a long time ago when I was in grade school. And, you know, cute little movie and everything. Got a pug in it, of course, so it resonates with me. Mm-hmm. But the actually, during the scene where the pug, I can't remember if that's Milo or Otis, but I think it's Otis. Um, but where he jumps off the, the mountain or whatever, the cliff, into the water, they actually were tossing pugs off of the cliff. Uh, to get that scene and killed like almost a dozen of them. What? Yeah. So, Wait, what? Yeah. Whenever they shot this movie that long ago, they actually <laughs> to get that scene threw dogs oh my God. into the water and killed a, a lot of them. Oh my God. So I was like, yeah, I'm never fucking watching that piece of shit again. <laughs> Hell no. Jeebus. Um, ruined. Yeah, fucking ruined my childhood there and Definitely, yeah. with it being a pug, I mean, I just I want, hit home. <laughs> I want to redo on this one, because that's bullshit. I don't even know. We'll talk after the show. Um, my pick was Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I still have not seen um, the King Kong movie. I heard it was really good. Um, but I did see the Godzilla movie, and I really liked to, I really liked what they were doing with it. And seeing this, I'm just like, yeah, everyone who was a fan of, you know, old school Godzilla, you know, rubber suit, you know, growing up or whatever. Like, this is what we've been fucking waiting for. This looks awesome. And I've heard enough buzz around it. I was like, I'll put it at the number eight spot. I think as long as it's not like just flat out stupid, it looks like there's going to have to be quite a bit of battling if they're going to get in even half of the monsters that they've shown. So... There's a lot that is going to happen in that movie. And uh, the other draw that I, I see, especially for kids or like teenagers, is um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. With her being part of that movie, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a draw for them. Did you so, say Bobby Brown? Yeah. Uh, Millie. Millie. Millie Bobby Brown. She's from oh. Street Yeah. Yes. Not, not Bobby Brown. 
Yeah. You know, I'll say he'd be to all the kids in it, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby Brown, if he died over and over again, was... oh, well, yeah, some people <laughs> would probably watch see that. Um, Jay, you had Fast and Furious. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> it looks like we just said, you know, it's shut off your brain, have fun. Looks batshit fucking crazy, which I like. Um, I mean, I'm excited for it. It's going to get my money, but there's a lot of people that hate on. The Fast and Furious movies now because they're too over the top, too ridiculous, and yeah. But I, I like Statham, <laughs> and so do I. And I like those two guys together, so it should be interesting. Yeah, and that's exactly why I'm going to go see it. I showed my uh, fiance the new trailer, and she's like, "Oh fuck, we're going to go watch that." <laughs> so, um, Ray, you and Chris both had uh, Detective Pikachu. Yep, and it we was did? we did. Aww. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was for the, the the reasons why we discussed earlier. Where it's, I think it's going to bring a new crowd into into the whole Pokemon thing. I know there's some of the Pokemon crowd that are not happy because it looks the uh, like they're saying that all of the uh, Pokemon look too furry or they're they don't look right this way or the other. You know what? You're getting a live-action Pokemon that actually looks pretty decent, and you got some big names attached to it, too. I'm good with it, and Quinn's interested. Uh, we'll probably go see it. I'm gonna If I ever meet someone that actually says that, I'm going to go find that meme that I've seen on Facebook where it's like, kids are getting nowadays are getting this, and they show you know Pikachu and what it looks like in this movie, and this is what I got, and it's a Goomba and what we got in the fucking <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I, mean, I don't know I mean, how you got, couldn't. How could it not Hopkins. look more like a poke, like a Pikachu? Like that's impossible. Well, that I don't Bob think Pikachu is Mario too. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, about that. And uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah, Leguizamo yeah. is the Ouija for Cranola. Well, God. you're talking about hey. whitewashing things early. Yeah, that's because he got a scrawny ass white a dude British to play dude fucking. Yeah. John Anyway, Have y'all yeah. ever watched any of the making of that movie or like behind the scenes stuff on that movie? Like it was an absolute disaster and everyone on that set knew it. And it was just, they were literally just like, I'm, I'm just here to get my money and get paid so I can get the fuck out of here. So, well, what do you, well, how do you compare that to like double dragon from back in the, the eighties Another beloved great game. Know, yeah. Fucking <laughs> amazing game. Yeah, still one of my favorites of all time. But I'll say this: I forgot that they made a Double Dragon movie until you just said that. So with Mark DeCascus, Mark DeCascus, and whatever the other dude's fucking name is, I still, I still say to this day, the best video game movie ever made is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and it's not even technically a video game movie; it's a comic book movie. Yeah, it has video game influence. That's one of my favorite movies, period. Fuck yeah. yes, I agree. But I'm just saying that's the best video game movie ever made, and it's not even a video game. No. So well, they even though the video, video game they made of it, it is awesome. Yes. So uh, one's pretty good, but again, it's not a video game. It, but yeah, once again, yeah. Um number nine. Um let's see here. Jen had Shaft. I had Fast and the Furious. Jay had Godzilla. Uh Ray had X Men and Chris had Secret Life of Pets. Uh, Shaft, huh? Surprised as fuck. 
I don't I don't know. <laughs> Again, I feel like this was a long time ago and looking at the list now, like the last one I picked, John Wick was right next to it, Shaft, Men in Black was right next to it. I don't know. I, I I've never seen the first one or Shaft's not a bad pick. Listen, uh I don't I think I was just guessing at this point. <laughs> I part of me was looking at that one and it's going to be like the next version of shaft. Right. So Samuel L. Jackson is now passing the torch off to what looks like to be his son in this. And Who's playing shaft? Samuel L. Jackson. He's shaft. And so I, I just have, can't take this movie seriously with the name shaft either. Like, no, but that's, uh, that's the point. Like it's time you say serious, it. It's not a serious movie. And, <laughs> I think I think you're going to do well. I think it's going to do a lot better than what people are thinking right now. I can send right. you a link to a movie called Shaft that is a serious movie. No, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, thanks. Yes. Um, on, I had no I had Fast and the Furious. Like I said before, I put it at the in the number nine spot. I think it's going to do well. I don't know how well it's going to do. It's one of those things. It's 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 later in the game, but it also like we said, it's got two people that are you can write a check against and know you're going to get your money back. And so when are um, those movies going to die, though? Like, I just well, feel like <laughs> how many more could they possibly make? They're going. They are already uh, contracted to go out to 11. Jesus Christ. As long I've as I've never seen any money. of them. It's like James Bond, though. Like there's they've been going for decades, right? They're going so, on number uh, 21, I think. 21 yeah. 22. Yeah, yeah, I think they're as old as. The and they old. just announced that uh, what's his name, uh, Romney Malik, the guy who played, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's going to be the villain in this next one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So this will probably be his last. Uh, what's his name's last? Daniel Craig. Daniel yeah. Craig. Yeah, I think the the last already, one was supposed to be, but I think they wrote him a big enough check. The yeah. al- he they already said this is his last one. They're looking yeah. at casting the next James Bond. Yep. Um, I, I've heard that. I'm all for Idris Elba. He, he already said Ooh. no. Oh, Idris. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it'd be an honor, but he's actually one of the people against changing the race of James Bond. Ooh. From an interview I was watching, he's like, there's some some roles that are too iconic hmm. to change. And the fact that the original story of James Bond, the books by Ian Fleming, was actually kind of written off experience Ian Fleming had working for the British Secret Service before they went took completely batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the reasons that he said that it should just stay the way it is because it <laughs> technically is based on a real person. That's fair. Um, but. And see, I, and yet they've gotten so, some of them were so overly done and so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Pierce Brosnan as, as, as Bond. But he he only really turned out one really good movie. And GoldenEye, honestly, is yeah. not as good had it not been for the game. The game is what really solidified as being as good as it was. Yes. Um, but, but see, Bond is one of those things. I'm like, it doesn't matter what came before it. No one fucking cares. Yes, some of the movies are connected. But for the, for, for the most part, it doesn't matter. It's just, hey, listen, you're a secret spy. We all know who you are. We know who you work for. Here's the bad guy. Go after him. And I'm perfectly okay with that. That's why when a lot of people were talking about what if we could turn Indiana Jones into the American version of that, even though whatever, uh, I was like, if you put it that way, 
I would love to see them recast Indiana Jones and go back and do more stories fighting Nazis. Because honestly, okay. I don't want to see Indiana Jones not fighting Nazis. But that's fair. I, I thought you were going to say, uh, sorry, Jason Bourne, because I I could see, oh. which they kind of started doing that. They kind of didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so that was sorry, the was, number nine spot. What did I have again? It was uh, you had. Uh, X Men Dark Phoenix. Sorry, and, and yeah, that, yeah. The Godzilla. reason why I picked the reason why I picked that one was uh, the uh, it's the last Fox X Men movie, and there's mm-hmm. there is enough following that we'll want to see that. I think so. And yeah, definitely. I mean, like we've already discussed, I definitely want to see it. Um, there will be people that want to see it just. To see, there will be people that just want to see if it's fucking terrible, yeah. um, or just uh, see Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I mean, in all of his glory. I yeah. will say, in that newest trailer, whenever he fucking goes up against her and she just like wipes him Crumbles to the side, him. and I'm just like, man, like you're really showing your power if you can knock my- Magneto aside like he's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking. Yep. So. That that was the part that was like, ooh, this might actually be interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, and the reason I picked Godzilla uh, before we move on, uh, King Kong, great movie. The first Godzilla, great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's gonna consider it's building up to uh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember what the next movie, King of Monster Island or whatever it's supposed to be called. And it's supposed uh, to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, but so I that's... think that's gonna just build it up. That will help draw it in, but with all those, you know, big name monsters and shit like that, and it, um, it's another movie that looks batshit fucking crazy, but yep, good as fuck. And uh, yeah, I think it's just for the possibility it's gonna draw people in. That's why I had to get it up on the list, but it was so low because it's gonna be a lot of word of mouth. If it's getting decent reviews, there's going to be a lot of people that were on the fence that will go watch it. But if it's one of those things, oh, you know, it, it kind of sucks. It's not as good as Kong or, you know, the first Godzilla. Then I, there's a lot of people that will brush it off until it's on Redbox or yeah, some shit like that. I just had a thought real quick about Phoenix. Yes. Uh, how are they going to defeat her without Wolverine? <laughs> He's the only one that could have got in there, right? Like, there, he's that, not there anymore. That's only, that's only from the last stand. I know, but <laughs> <laughs> think about it. What are they going to do? Hugh Jackman. No, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> nobody that can. Anyways. Yeah. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to Chris, you had secret. Chris, you had Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. I think at that point it was more like a, uh, that one. <laughs> I'm terrible. So bad at this. I'm really good at predicting like award seasons, but mm-hmm. this, I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. So all of mine, other than like uh, Endgame and and Toy Story and uh, Spider-Man, after that I was like, it could be anything. I have no idea. You're just rolling dice. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to I've never won one. 
I I won like one, maybe two, but like like I've told anyone who's ever played the game, I'm like, there's a maximum of 106 points if you get them all right. The highest anyone's ever won with, I think, was 50. Like, no one does. Like, it's literally like, who's the worst? Who's the least bad at this? Yeah, what it boils down to. Yeah. So I think I've led up until. Like about three weeks left or a week left and then fucking lost it to Cyrus, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's the thing is sometimes we have these movies. Salt will always and forever. <laughs> that movie killed yes. everybody because nobody freaking had it on there. And that like literally the week before everything closed up, yep. it managed to grab that number 10 spot and just ruined everybody. That's going to be way, a dog's way home, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> was a good movie. Everybody was. I was like, yeah. oh, this was actually a decent movie. I'd kind of like yep. to see her do more in this role. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the number ten spot, um, Jennifer, you had Secret Life of Pets two. I had Men in Black International. Jay had Rocket Man. Uh, Ray had Angry Birds two, and Chris had Lion King. Um, anything? Anything you want to add about Secret Life of Pets, there, Jen? Nah. Yet. I think Yet I threw it another, on there because <laughs> I think I movie. figured the first one was popular. Kids liked it. Mm-hmm. People like pets. I'm sure yeah. it'll, you know, be on there. Um, Chris had, uh, let's see, where did she have it? Chris had uh, Men in Black at number seven. I put it at the number 10 spot. I don't know how to read this movie. Here's yeah, the thing. Black. It is... It's Men in Black, so it does have an established it, – it has an established uh, fan base. Yeah. It, not an extremely active fan base, but mm-hmm. it does have a fan base. It's got an extremely popular actor in mm-hmm. it right now in Chris Hemsworth. Um, well, Tessa true, because Tessa's in it too. Tessa That's true. That's too, true. So, yeah. um, and they're going, they're going in a, a different way mm-hmm. that is not eradicating the stuff that happened before. And could feasibly lead to more stuff. And that's why I was like, if this does well, this could actually kind of not reboot the series, but give the new, the series new life. Yeah. And it may continue on to do something. On I, the other hand, it may everyone may be like, no, we don't really care about Men in Black anymore. We're done. I was I saw the first trailer. I wasn't really into it. I'm like, it's kind of and like there's no tie-ins from Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith or anything like that. I saw another trailer today. They, they put it at the beginning of Endgame, and I was actually, you know what? It doesn't look that bad. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, and I would not doubt if either um, either one of those guys show up as a small cameo mm-hmm. somewhere in the movie. They have so, to. They yeah. have to. I think. It's just because of my dislike of all men in black outside of the original and i don't really even like that one that much um that i'm i like chris helmsworth i like tessa thompson uh but i'm not really excited to go see this one now if one of you guys come back and say it's a pretty good fucking movie i may go check it out when it like on a five dollar tuesday deal at amc or something like that but other yeah, this that, it's, I, a, it's a bypass for me. I agree with you, Jay, in that I think a lot of people are going to wait to see what their friends say. Yeah. And then the word of mouth is what's either going to uh, cause this movie to pick up or, or just kill it. 
Yeah. So I mean, I think it can make some damn good money just because it does have an established history. Um, so people might be interested in going to see it just to see with new actors what it's like. Yeah. And seeing Chris Helmsworth outside of Hillworth, uh in something that looks, you know, halfway decent, you know, people would like to go see that, you know. Even though some people do say he was the best part of Ghostbusters, which he was. I like I liked him in the Ghostbusters. That was the yeah, thing. It's, I like it was it was one of those things that's like Jesus, man, you're good looking. You're funny. Can you leave something for the rest of us, please? Like, I yeah. don't give a shit what people say about the Ghostbusters movie. I'm not even that big of a fan of the originals. I like them, but yeah, they for me they don't hold up uh, very well. Number one, a lot more than number two. But I really, actually, as much as I was downplaying the new Ghostbusters, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Um, Jay, you had Rocket Man. Yep, and that was solely. I watched the trailer; it looked fucking amazing. And with the popularity that Bohemian Rhapsody got, I mm-hmm. think it can carry just with that alone. And you know, other than you know Queen, who is one of the biggest musical icons of the last twenty, thirty years, Elton John. Um, yeah. That's going to carry a shitload of people in there, but I don't know if it's going to carry enough to get it above one of the lower slots. I agree. Um, Ray, you had Angry Birds 2. Yeah, it was a slip. <laughs> yeah, we each get a pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in on one pick. I, I know that I would not have picked that for number 10, so that was a slip. Oh, well. Um, and then Chris had Lion King. Yeah, I I'm not too I'm I'm sort of interested to see it, um, but I think you know nostalgia is strong, especially seems to be very trendy these day and age with all the reboots and things like that. And making and the other thing too is they kind of intent on making everything live action, like everything that we grew up with as kids, like The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. They're really hell bent on making it all live action. That's Even it's double the money. And this is CGI still, but they try to make it as real as possible. So when are they doing the Little Mermaid? Because I know that's coming. That's coming. And eventually, uh, it's on these movies. Even though it's Disney, and Disney is the biggest name in the world for movies. <laughs> um, just with I don't know, just Dumbo. From every account that I've read, just was terrible. Oh, uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I Nobody will people... see it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, like... I can't watch it because even the trailer was having was like. Oh, no, I'm gonna cry. Can't be right here. I'm just like, ah, well, oh, nope, I, I can't do this. Yeah, nobody will see it because it's so it sad. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Too sad. A lot of people. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go ahead and just go. We're gonna go through all three of our dark horses. Uh, Jennifer, your dark, dark horses were Rocket Man, Men in Black, and Stuber. What is Stuber? I don't even. <laughs> I don't know why thing. I would have picked Stuber. That's got Dave Bautista and Kamal Nanjiani, I think. Uh-huh. That's the one where he's the Uber driver that gets hired to drive him around, and he's like okay. a detective or something. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why I would have picked that. That may have been a slip, but I realized after looking at the list, I should have picked yesterday. For one of these spots. You had to be fucking drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> Only I drank, yeah. 
But yeah, your whole your whole list is like a slip. Most of it. <laughs> but no, you said that already. One. When we only hit dog's journey, two. she's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I should have put yesterday in there because I think that's gonna do pretty well. That's another movie, music movie that. You know, it's the Beatles. Come on. I yeah. thought about that too. Line. The fact that it's not their story kind of throws a little off, but you're right. It's another movie that's going to pull in a bunch of music that a lot of people like. So, yeah. And it's a unique story <laughs> lacking in a yeah. lot these days. Like you said, there's all these remakes and sequels, but we're not getting a lot of like new storylines. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had I had three that we all have already picked before. I picked John Wick, I picked picked X Men, and I picked Rocket Man, and all for the exact same thing. All three of these movies have potential mm -hmm. to jump on the list. I don't know if they're going to. It's literally going to come down to what people are saying. If people come out and say Rocket Man was awesome, it's going to make a ton of money. But if they come out and go, man. I it'll die on the vine. I think the same thing for X Men. I think the same thing for John Wick. Mm -hmm. If I I don't know if John Wick – I don't know if anyone's going to come out and see John Wick is not good. I just don't know if it will quite have – be able to pull in the amount of money it needs to. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the, that's that's why I put those three there. The Jay way, had sorry. Men in Black – oh, I'm sorry. Go on. The way that number two ended, mm -hmm. if you went and saw two, you're going to see three. Okay, see, and yeah. I haven't seen two yet, so that may – that's probably on me. I'm glad I at least put it as a dark horse, so if it does blow up, at least – I'll get a yeah, point for it somewhere. Yeah. So. Get your poop in the group and go fucking watch it. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> um, Jay had Men in Black, which we've already talked about, Aladdin, which we've already talked about, and Child's Play. Interesting pick. Usually horror movies during the summer don't do so well, but this is a reboot of an established franchise, and everyone I know who's a big horror fan has been talking about it. Like they're like, I'm interested to see what they do with this. So probably not a bad pick, Jay. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> I picked it is because it it's is rebooting the whole thing because after the first couple it we went to shit. I mean Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, all this other stupid Steve fucking Steve shit. Bride of Chucky. Um terrible. But uh <laughs> yeah I just think there's enough buzz around it being completely rebooted and reimagined. Yeah. I mean, people will probably put some money into it because it is the only horror movie for the summer and it has the potential of going batshit crazy and wrong. And so. the fact that they got Mark Hamill to play the voice, I'm like, okay, well y'all, y'all obviously went with someone who, who's a good voice talent for this. So like you said, there, there's definitely, they're not expecting this to, to do bad. They're expecting this to do at least fairly decent if they're going to get the money, you know, go to from that what, extent. From yeah. what I've heard from people, you know, just reading it and shit like that, that have kind of got an early glimpse of it. They're like, just picture a child play movie kind of set around Final Destination. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, it's not as much him doing all the killing. It's setting up ways for people to die and traps and shit like that. For, mm, that could I be think, interesting. Part of it, so. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Ray, your three were Child's Play, 
Godzilla, and one that hasn't sh- shown up on the list yet, Brightburn. This oh. movie is interesting, and if there was a number four spot, I probably would have picked it as a as a fourth dark horse. Yeah, so people, I, I'm with Jace. There are people that are looking for a horror movie, and uh, and especially after it, right? Like it was so good. I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, so I looked at Child's Play. I have seen the trailer. I am interested. I know someone else is not. Nope. <laughs> um, but if you're a fan of horror, and especially because they're going back to that nostalgia thing. There are people that want to go see this and see what they do with it. My, I think if, to solidify it, they probably should have like put it back to the 80s or something like that. I think they could have really sold it then, but they're doing a re- uh, reimagination, which is fine. Um, and as for Brightburn, I've seen the trailer a couple times now. It's oh, the yes. plus. It's the question of what if Superman was bad? And you know, with all the with all the stuff around superhero movies right now, I think this is just different enough where people are going to say, you know what, I want to take a chance on that movie because it's the what if the superhero is an absolute horrible person? Yeah, and this answers that question. So, yeah, and you brought up the point, um, and I guess lost it off the top of my head, but no, that. Child's Play is redone by the people that redid it, yeah. and it was so fucking popular. And I mean, I love the remake. I did too. And yeah. I think just from the popularity of it and how great that movie was, that's going to be a lot of interest. A lot of people to go in and yep. you know check out Child's Play. Just if they could do that with it, then what can they do with Child's Play? Yeah. Uh, Chris, you had John Wick, mm-hmm. Rocket Man. And Brightburn, <laughs> even though even though you don't want to go see it. <laughs> well, okay, so John Wick, I I picked for kind of what you were saying. It's it's it, it'll be word of mouth. It'll be people saying this is great or this is not. Um, so it might have a slow burn. And then I picked Rocket Man because I, same reasons. Just because Bohemian Rhapsody did well does not equal Rocket Man success either. So. Um, Little, I was a little hesitant to put it in the top 10 because of that. Because, I mean, I think it'll, I want to go watch it, but, you know, it I just, doesn't mean. I just picture your dad and my parents. I'm like, my, that, yeah. my dad, or sorry, my parents, her dad, that's the generation that they're going for, I think, in that yes. movie. So. Yeah, well, they grew up with that music. And then Bright, Brightburn, um, he, when he showed me the trailer, I found it fascinating that they were, that the take on, okay, this dude's got, he, this child has all of these powers. What would, what, what does that do to a kid? What would honestly, I mean, it's really nice to sort of think that he would have this sort of benevolent attitude towards it and, and have this innate need to do good and, and, and help humanity. But what if he didn't what, have any of that? What if kids were dicks to him and what if they, and what if that happened and you have all of this power, what would you do? And so I burn down your prom. Yeah, <laughs> pull a carry and fucking everybody dies. <laughs> you know, you can only push a person so far. And so mm-hmm. I really like the concept of it. I don't know if it's my type of movie that I could actually <laughs> sit through without being traumatized. A lot of jump scares. A lot of jump scares. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think The Lion King is going to traumatize you. 
<laughs> I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Dumbo would traumatize me too. Uh, but I, I really, really like the idea of the, of the anti-superhero, especially with all of the superhero movies all of the time. So just that alone, I wish it wasn't so violent because then I would watch it. But so I'm a little bummed that it's a little bit out of my. I hadn't heard about this movie before it. this game. So I'm intrigued now. Yeah. Go watch the trailer for it, and you'll get you'll get a hint as oh, soon as yeah. you see it. Like I just it, read the synopsis, and yeah, it looks. Freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like yeah, it's definitely a horror take on it. Yeah. I, I almost I would love to see a non-horror version. Just yeah. a, it's just an interesting idea. Everybody knows that archetype of 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 you know the, the you know the Superman, yeah. and mm-hmm. what happens if he goes bad? Yeah, um, because I know oh. there's a. I know there's that one comic book series. Um, it's not indestructible. It's there's... irredeemable, and it's basically if Superman like just fucking snapped. Yeah. What would he well, do? there's and the, the first thing he does is he kills sun. Batman. Well, there's the one Red Sun where he actually landed in Russia. Exactly, and I've, I'm, I know about that one as well. Yeah, that huh. that's an interesting take as well because he's he's brought up with you know the. The, the the mentality of Mother Russia comes first and and everything else and like he's you know listen you know Russia's gonna take over and I'm I'm you know I am the son of Russia so bend bend before me or die. What uh, if he just became a lazy slob who sat around drinking beer and playing video <laughs> games all day? Had a, a beer bod as local. Or uh, or lost uh, <laughs> you know just kind of got lost on things and ends up you know. Walking around with, you know, your Spider-Man suit, but you know, maybe, maybe sweatpants aren't bad either. <laughs> so that's why, I, that's why I like Hancock so much. Uh, Hancock oh was God, good. yeah, that was a good. Yeah. I love that idea. I mean, it was the, the ending was terrible, oh, but I was still stupid. But I the still whole love idea of yeah. the twist, yeah, yeah, the twist yeah. was not. A good yeah, one. the first two thirds of that movie were pretty good, and then the last yeah, one was yeah. just like, eh, oh, and then it kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah. Seriously. So. Yeah. Well, that is it for our uh, discussion of the movies coming out this summer. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, if you're listening to this uh, after the fact, the movie's already closed because <laughs> technically it starts tonight at midnight. Um, I have a question. Ho- oh, yes. Why wasn't Tolkien on the list? That comes out this next month, right? Yeah. Do we be- not think that'll be? Uh... Everything that I read was just like, yeah, don't bother. So. Really? Uh, yep. Just like I'm all excited the movies based on the books. A lot of the stuff that I've I, I looked at whenever I was putting them on the list, like there's kind of an A and B category whenever they release movies, and it was definitely on the B category. And then I did a little bit more research. I was like, yeah, because there were some more movies I could have put on the list, but I'm like, yeah, don't really want to keep mudding this up. There were some movies that were listed as A movies that I was just like. Should I put this on there? I'm gonna go ahead and put it on there just because I, you know, I, I we did have one summer I I left something off and it ended up blowing up and I'm just like, oh, this I fucked that up. So whatever. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> I have three. Um, I have three picks. My first pick is uh, Endgame. Freaking awesome. Go see it. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure there's no questions about that one. My second one is, um, it's a movie that's on Netflix. It's called The Highwaymen. It's, okay. um, you've Quantity. probably seen it advertised. They are heavily pushing it right now. 
It's uh, Kevin Costner and uh, Woody Harrelson, and uh, it is a really good movie. And um, as to its accuracy, because I was we were watching the movie, we're about halfway through it. And I'm like, I wonder how accurate this is. Uh, I got to looking. The final scene where they have the shootout and kill Bonnie and Clyde was done on the exact same spot that they literally shot and killed Bonnie and Clyde. Wow. So they, <laughs> really, the, the road Asshole. has been paved, of course, since then. So they trucked in a bunch of dirt to make it look like it looked back then. Like, they wow. went that far. Wow. And wow. I was just like, wow. My dad would enjoy this movie, if nothing else, for all the cars. I kept looking. I'm just like, this was not a cheap movie. Number one, you got Woody Harrelson and and and, and Yeah. But I'm just like the uh, the amount of detail that they put into it, and it's a good story, and the characters are likable, and just it's a good movie. If you've got Netflix, check it out. It's um, somebody to do list. The other thing is also on Netflix. I don't know if they'll have it up there in uh, Canada. It's a TV series that runs on True TV. <coughs> Pardon me. The first season is on Netflix. At least it is here in the U.S. I heard about it earlier this week on another podcast. It's called I'm Sorry. It's a um, it's a comedian and uh, her husband and their little girl, and it's just oh, it's a sitcom. I know who those people are. It's a sitcom, and it is it's not number one. It's not um, uh, oh, yeah, never mind. It's not censored at all. Oh, okay. So when they say fuck, they say fuck. Uh, but literally, like the shows to give you an idea of what this show is like. The first scene of the first episode is the little family is sitting there and the girl asks her mom, when when a baby comes out of your vagina, it's like this big. How does the baby come out? And she looks at her husband. Husband's just like, I'm not going to touch this. And she's like, well, your body knows and it gets bigger and the baby comes out. Okay. So they keep talking a little bit. And she goes, but it does it go back? And she's like, well, she starts to explain. She's like, well, mommy, do you have a giant vagina? And of course, this is in a food court around all these people. And of course, everyone else is just like, <laughs> it is so raunchy and funny. And it's hilarious. And Christy and I have been dying watching this show. Uh, there's only like 10 episodes for the first season, but they are on Netflix. If you can get it, check it out. It is really funny. So, but if you're easily offended, don't bother. <laughs> so. Uh, Ray, what are your, what's your pick or pan for the week? Uh, okay, so a couple of pans <laughs> and then one big pick that uh, overdoes everything. So, um, what's your pan, honey? So, a pan is that I had to replace a tire on my car because we hit a pothole and on the sidewall started bulging out about the size of a baseball, uh, which wasn't good. Uh, and then I also had to replace. The screen on my phone because of an idiot. Um, but the reason why the, my pick trumps all that is because all of that happened while we were heading down to Florida. So <laughs> we went to Florida. Uh, it was a, it's been a week now. Uh, <laughs> since we, um, a week tomorrow we, we got back. And it was such a good time. Yeah. Uh, we got to really enjoy... Um, uh, Universal uh, Studios uh, a lot better. We we only went one day last time we were in Florida. Uh, this time we had four days, uh, which was great. Mm-hmm. We we found Nocturnality, which we didn't even see last time, which was 
Uh, again, a great time. Um, there were so many. We, we got to go with friends of ours, Lee and Diana, and, uh, and their kids, and uh, got to share some fun stuff with them. Uh, I don't know. It was just it was an amazing trip all around. Uh, surprised the kids as well the day that we were leaving to go to Florida, which was a huge uh, accomplishment. It was. <laughs> so it, was uh, it took a lot of work. So excited. They oh, yeah. were, I got it on video. It was pretty yes. adorable. So awesome. Um, and then I, I'll be sending you lots of pictures, uh, pictures and stuff too, because I've got uh, some pics that I'm gonna I'm gonna change up a little bit um, of the kids and stuff with wands uh, while we were down there. Yeah, it was such a good time. Uh, I went on a ride, and this uh, this will be the last thing I talk about. Uh, on a ride, uh, it was it was my pick for the entire trip. That's all you wanted to do. This is the one thing I wanted to do. Uh, so at Volcano Bay, which is part of Universal Studios, it's their water park. They have um, this water tube that you can go in, and you have to climb up to the top of the volcano, and it's about 125 feet uh, of a ride. And so you get into the tube, and you cross your arms, you cross your legs, and you hope you don't die. They <laughs> drop the floor from underneath you, and you drop uh, on a 70-degree angle straight what the down. Fuck? So awesome. So awesome. I heard him yelling from the top of the volcano <laughs> right as they got But it wasn't a scare. No. No. He was so happy. It was, it was uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> so oh, much. Now, now part of, the, part of the reason I was so happy is because I actually survived the climb. It was 219 <laughs> steps. So, so I got up to the top and this, these two kids behind me, and I call them kids, they were probably teenagers, might have been early 20s. Anyway, I'm like, fuck, they're right behind me. I got to make it up these stairs and I can't let them pass me because I'm <laughs> out. So I'm going and I'm like, okay. I'm... So... <laughs> <laughs> Behind me, there's uh, I hear them talking. They get to a landing, and they're like, oh, I'm getting tired. I'm like, oh, good, okay, I can slow down a little bit. <laughs> I, my heart's just pounding. <laughs> and the, one, the girl turns to, him, to the guy, and, and she's like, I think I've got heart palpitations. <laughs> said, How do you think I feel? <laughs> so... Anyway, we're standing in line, and there's only a couple of people ahead of me now, and this one guy turns, and he goes, and he's starting to walk down like he's not going to go on the ride. We're, like, trying to cheer him on and all that stuff. He's like, nope, I'm done. I can't do it. And he walks down. I'm like, it's quicker the other way. <laughs> then this other guy comes up, and this, uh, this, this guy was British. There was a lot of British people there. I um, found out that it was their holiday. Uh, they had two weeks off. Anyway. Okay. So this British guy comes up and he's he's looking at us. He's huffing and puffing. I'm like, don't worry, your heart rate goes down before it goes back up again. And uh, he's like, okay, good. Do you see out? I said, well, yeah, you'll probably see out, but don't worry, you'll be inside the tube and, and you won't see when they hit the button. Okay, good, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you had to talk people through it. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. But it was such a good ride. And, uh, and yeah, it was a great trip all over also. Awesome. And you didn't stop through Indiana on your way. All right. No, sorry. <laughs> or Texas, whatever. Yeah. It's a little out of the way, guys. Sorry. Yeah, a little out of the way. Whatever. You can go through Indiana to get to Florida. It's not that far. <laughs> well, we were, we were I-75, <laughs> and yeah. it was, we were driving down with our friends, and it was like a straight shot. We did, thir- uh, it was a 15-hour, 16-hour day the first day. Yeah, we drove all the way to Georgia. Oh, so it was wow. 12, 
12 straight hours of driving, but uh, we, we, we broke it up. So it was like 16 hours day that and day. And that's the day that we lost. That, that was the day that I lost in, the tire. In Kentucky. That's just getting you through Texas about that same amount of driving. Oh, well, that's that's like, that doesn't even get you through Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> so. so, yeah, we, we, we did pretty good. And then the, uh, on our way back, we did a 10 and a half, 10 and a half. So, yeah. Good deal. Uh, Chris, what's your pick or pan? Uh, Florida. Florida was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and like Ray said, we really got to explore um, Universal Studios. And my love of Harry Potter just sort of exploded ex- again. Yeah, like a lot. <laughs> nice. I picked out where I wanted to live in Diagon Alley. I have a picture of her. We have pictures of where. Yep. Me smiling. I know exactly. It's right across from Gringotts. It's Wise Acres. It's a bright blue building with gold stars on it. Everything. I love. I loved it so much. Like it was kind of. It surprised me how much I felt at home there. I was talking to my friend Diana that we went with. She felt the same way. I'm like, it's this is so stupid. This place doesn't even exist. And I feel at home here. So I told yeah. Ray, I'm like, you might have a hard time getting me home from England when we go in September. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure I'll be able to leave. That'll be me if I ever go to Hobbiton. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And then another pick, um, we just started watching. We just got um, Crave TV, which is a streaming service here in Canada. So one of the shows that they have on there is uh, Star Trek Discovery. So we just started watching that. It's really good. Yeah. Well, we're enjoying it. We're re- I'm really enjoying it. I actually wanted to start watching it without you today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what a show <cha-cha. laughs> That's why I did. What an asshole. um but yeah it's it's really really good so between that and the orville it's kind of interesting they're two very different shows but they kind of touch on a lot of the same stuff just in very different ways but it's it's yeah star trek discovery it takes place 10 years before the original series started so yeah it's it's really good though and then the Klingons look completely different but you know whatever happens Jennifer, what's your pick or pan for the week? Well, I have had several fun things happen this month. It's my birthday month, so I got to celebrate that. And uh, went to Houston last weekend, which is not the pick. Um, but I got to go to the Van Gogh Museum or go exhibit at I the saw that, Fine yeah. Arts Museum, which was incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I He's my favorite artist, and he's just an incredible talent and force in the world so um that was pretty neat to get to do that and they had an interactive 3d exhibit that i got to go through um so yeah that was that's pretty much my big thing i forget did you watch doctor who no Oh, okay, there's an, oh. there's an episode you have to oh, watch. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah, the Van Gogh yeah. episode is really good one of my favorites van Gogh's also my favorite artist i also i have van Gogh inspired tattoos on yeah. my back oh really yeah and i was like actually really drawn to a lot of his lesser known stuff and mm-hmm. i saw some pictures i had never seen that i want to find prints of because they were really pretty so um oh my other uh pick is i did my first webinar on environmental sustainability and i think it went okay awesome. yeah, haven't heard otherwise so <laughs> i put a i spent a lot of time uh preparing that presentation and I'm glad it's done, but it was really cool to get to do that. So very cool. Best way to know something is to teach it. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jay, what do you have a pick or pan for the week? Yeah. Um, 
well, I could bring out some old ones since it's been so long since I've been on. <laughs> of course, you know, like Captain Marvel, which I've seen since uh, last time I was on, was fucking fantastic. Made me really excited to see her in Endgame, which I'm picking that before I even see it as a, <laughs> a pick. Because I know it's going to be fucking amazing. It's so uh, hard to say things right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please don't. Uh, <laughs> We're not. We won't. But uh, between those two, um, I picked up Widows um, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that blank look that you guys just gave me. It's got um, Viola Davis, Liam Neeson, Michelle. The Rodriguez. movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and not, not actual Widows. Widows. Random Windows. Okay. <laughs> Widows. Yeah. 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 No, I, I ain't picking up Strange Widows. I heard um, yeah. But that movie was is that surprisingly that heist? awesome. Is that that so. heist movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where, where oh, their okay. husbands get killed. And yeah, yeah. And they're basically trying to steal the money. Yeah, yeah, it was. I thought it looked okay. So I was like, I'll pick it up in Redbox, use some of my points. Mm. So I'm not actually paying for it. Um, liked it enough that I went and bought it. So. Wow. Yeah, okay. it was. The story is is awesome. It does hop back and forth, kind of, you know, what happened in the men's story. You know, obviously, they died. That was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just what the women are doing to kind of, due to some of the acts of their husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was a, that was a big pick. Um, but another... It's a Netflix series I guess started to watch. I'm only like one or two episodes into it, but I'm gonna pick it already. It is um Love Deck Love, Death and Robots. I finished oh. watching it. Yeah, that so far it's pretty good. I mean it reminds me a lot of um Liquid Television? Uh, liquid television, but um uh, heavy metal. Yeah. How to think. Um, and I mean, it does have people like Topher Grace in it. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I mean, it's got some other actors that you see them and you're like, well, I know them and things. But, you know, if I told you their names, you'd probably be like, who the fuck is that? Um, and there was one other thing, but I can't remember off the top of my fucking head right now. Love Death um, Robots, I thought was some of the episodes are definitely better than others. Some of them just didn't really kind of hit with me. Some of them I thought were really good though. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It's, it's heavy metal in that it's like, Oh, Hey, there's full on nudity and sex and stuff going on in this, in this animated cartoon. But it's also some of the episodes, like none of the episodes connect together. It's just like, and some of them are really heavy. Some of them are just kind of somewhere funny. And it, that it like that reason I said liquid television is cause it was, it kind of reminded me of that. It was like, that show came on MTV, and you're like, all right, I know it's going to be animated, but I have no idea what I'm about to watch. So. Yeah, and it's got all different animation styles. And- yeah, and some of the styles are beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful um, work. But that was pretty good. And, of course, I'm going to pick the new season of Game of Thrones because that's – Yep. I mean, a lot of people, oh, it's so fucking slow. Well, they're setting up the story. Oh, yeah. Uh Shit, the, the fan. Yeah, I was about to say all the rest of the episodes are supposed to be like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And um, the next episode, I believe he said, is just all a battle. Like 90% of the next episode is just a battle from what I've read. 
Um, it has to be. <laughs> so, I mean, damn, yeah, I'll take uh, two hours of story for a two-hour fucking battle. Pretty much. I'm yeah. And I just hate to see it. I hate to see it go, I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure he's going to love the fuck out of the rest of it. And I'm not going to be... Some people are bashing it because of the Arya Stark sex scene oh. of it. And, that wasn't even a sex scene. I know. And, that was well, that's shit. what I was thinking. I was like, you know, she's 22. Yeah, so she's... But then her character's 18. Exactly. And you so, see... I mean... You see a little side <laughs> move and a little top butt and some kissing and that's it. It's done. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you... I pointed it out to my fiance and she agreed. Uh, what is his name? Podrick? Yes. You know? Yeah, he no. reminds me. If you look at him in the face... He looks like a young Michael Fassbender. Oh, that you mean Gendry? No, okay. Gendry, yeah. yeah. Gendry. Gendry, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, looks like bit, yeah. fucking Michael Fassbender. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I was like, that's so fucked up. That would be like his illegitimate child there. <laughs> his name's Joe Dempsey. He's a he's like 32. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that it was like a big age difference. But I was like, yeah, Maisie Williams is 22 she's years 22. old. She looks really young because she's really petite and short. She's got that baby face, but she's 22. Yeah, so, you know, fucking get over it. Lighten up, yeah. dude. It's Game of Thrones. Like, we've yeah. seen a lot more. Yeah, and, it, and if you go if you go back to that time period, yeah, they were doing that way before 18. Oh, yeah. The, so, other, the other thing that I thought was hilarious, I saw, uh, I saw two pictures. It was one where um, it was her when she was 12 or, or like, near the beginning of the, the series, and she kills a guy. And the, yeah. there's, okay, that's that's fine. And then there's this when she's like of age, and they're like, "Whoa, that's too much." Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> she just fucking killed off a whole family and fucking yeah, yeah <laughs> murdered <laughs> murdered his two sons, baked them in yeah. a fucking pie, and fed them to him." And then, oh, that's all. That's all. That's good. fine. Yeah. That's that we can understand why she do that. But the moment she wants to have sex, because she it's might more going into a big battle that she yeah it's yeah. that it's that American mentality of you know, killing is fine, but sex is that's too yes. much. Yeah, yeah. I've had that discussion with some of my British friends. They're like, "You guys are just idiots." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, per, you know, when it comes to normal sex, sex and TV, sex and movies, just normal sex, it seems so weird. But yet, your culture's got some of the most perverse fucking things that you could even imagine. <laughs> you know, out there, and then violence is no, you know, no problem at all, but, yeah, somebody getting it on, you know, a little bit of, you know, sex is just, oh, dear fucking Lord. One nipple at a Super Bowl blew the whole thing out of the water. Yeah. (laughs) I know, millions of dollars in fines, people fucking, (laughs) let's ruin people's careers because a fucking nip slip. Yeah. That was actually partially covered from um, a nipple ring. <laughs> yeah, but you know she had a nipple shield, shield on, and oh my shield. god, that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to get some nipple shields. There you go, Jay. <laughs> yeah, here's first. Yeah, and I'd have to shave off the fur around it too, but got a lich when it grows back in. Yeah, I could, I could just braid it, you know. Okay. Goes a little rastafarian. 
vibe. <laughs> I appreciate I missed you, Jay. <laughs> With that, that is the end of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. There are some other um, podcast um, services out there that uh, Jennifer reminded me about. Uh, the reason I hadn't originally like tried to re- you know uh, get the show on there is because they wanted money. And I'm like, no, I'm not paying you to cover it, to carry our show. But they've since changed their way. So it's like, okay, well, let's see if we can get out there. So uh, we may have some more ways to try to watch the show in the near future. We'll see. Um, like I said, uh, doing that really does help out. Also, if you want to check out our other shows, the Marginally Geeky Show, um, we're reviewing um, Children of Blood and Bone next week um and then um we have another marginal or another uh, sustainably geeky coming out you record week next week week after okay yeah. no um, it's the first tuesday but <laughs> next week is one of those weird weeks where the wednesday comes before the tuesday for the month yep. what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> the first wednesday is before the first tuesday of the month oh, okay yeah was- yeah Kind of confused at first. I was like, yeah, that makes no fucking sense. But I'm what kind of time retarded. travel bullshit is this? <laughs> you see, when you go back yeah. in time. No, 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 no. Yes. Just follow so with, the rules. Follow the rules. Uh, so, with that being said, where can we find you online, uh, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti. Uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and here, obviously. Uh, Marginally Geeky. I am partway through the book. I am trying very hard to finish that book. Uh, I'd like to be ready for your podcast. So uh, so would I. <laughs> I've read it. I just don't know what I'm going to say. I, I will say this. I've had to speed up her reading of this one. I'll explain that in the, in the thing, but yeah. I wouldn't know. I listen to everything at double speed. Uh, <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. Chris, what? I'll tell you about that after the show. Uh, Chris, what's your pick or pan for the week? I mean, not pick or pan. Where can we find you? Sorry. What? I just went back in time. It's yeah, been do. a while. Yes. Uh, you can find me here. Uh, marginally geeky. Uh, sustainably geeky. May 7th is when we uh, record our podcast. And then uh, on Instagram at Cedar Birch Cottage. I haven't posted anything in almost a month. Just not in the creative juices. But maybe now that spring's gonna show up here hopefully soon it'll feel more maybe creative. it's supposed to snow tomorrow um jennifer where can we find you online um you can find me on facebook twitter and instagram at het's gonna be me and in just a few days it's gonna, it's gonna be, be may, may. <laughs> <laughs> So excited to post that meme. Um, also, <laughs> on Marginally Geeky <laughs> and Sustainably Geeky. And as Chris said, we'll be recording in a couple weeks. Um, and the topic will be um, sustainable parenting. So if you have kids, you will learn how to, you know, raise them sustainably and use less waste and all that good stuff. So, If I can join in on that one, I might. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. Because as it stands, it will be Chris and my friend Lena on the show that have kids, and then two Jennifers with no kids. So (laughs) we'll be researching, but we don't have firsthand experience with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Understood. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Ray, I mean, Ray. Jay, where can we find you online? Um, <laughs> one, one J Red on Instagram, Epically J Red on Twitter, which I gotta start. I gotta link shit together so it looks like I'm posting because that's I'm hard to do it on there. Um, that's pretty much it. Good deal. And as always, you can find me at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to start posting more stuff about my Proton Pack again. I'm trying to get it up and running. Uh, like I said, I've been working on something for quite a while now for the Etsy store. I've just got to finish fulfilling an order and then I can actually announce it and start selling it and it should be pretty fun and awesome. So, uh, do, so do stay tuned for that. So, uh, like I said, we will have an episode next week. We will be discussing, uh, our thoughts and feelings on end game. So that will probably be a pretty long show. Just give it a heads up because there's lots awesome. of, Lots of thoughts and feels on that one. So, uh, with that being said, you can find at uh, I mean, you can find this sh- uh, the show and everything else uh, at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm just falling apart at this point. Let me wrap it up for everyone on the site. Have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.